Hello, friends, and welcome. I wanted to give you a race report. I just finished the Summer Sports July edition, and gosh, I can't remember what the theme was, but it had to do with an alligator. The metal had this really cool alligator, and I think it was uh, based off of the 4th of July or something like that. So, I mean, it's the same race, just with a different fun metal each time. This one, there was also a pie eating contest. All right, so I was, so I drove down on Friday night, or sorry, Friday, and hung out with one of my really good friends and my coach. Um, there was a, you know, I got my packet and all that stuff, which took all of two seconds. I, um, was going to hang out for a presentation she was going to give about like for new triathletes about setting up your station and all that stuff. And just cause the weather was so hot, I think people had come earlier and they had missed us. Fine. We had dinner, we prepared, we went to bed really early. And then I got up really early preparing for the race. If you do this race, just make sure you get there fairly early because parking is a lot easier if you're there early versus later. So there's that. I was very lucky. I found a parking spot fairly close and I set myself up. What's cool about these events is they're close enough for locals. So there's a bunch of us that do it a ton. And there's people who've never done it before. People who've done it once or twice. So it's just kind of a fun mix of people who are really experienced. And it's kind of just a safe first one to do. Claremont is probably one of the hilliest places in Florida. And so um, there's actually a few hills on the course. Not on the run. Uh, well, there's maybe one on the run. Uh, but mostly on the bike. They did both an international distance and a sprint distance. I did the sprint distance, and I'm actually really glad I didn't know there is an international distance because I probably ambitiously would have signed up for it and regretted it. Because it was so hot and I hadn't been swimming. Anyway, so the, the what's cool about these races is they also have, like, 5Ks at the same time. They also have uh, aqua bikes and duathlon. So whatever your poison is, there's there's an option for you to enjoy the day. I did the triathlon, which I love doing. Sprint triathlons are one of my favorite things to do. They're challenging. Um, it doesn't take a ton of training. Um, I generally do okay and it's over and then I get to hang out with all of these people that I really enjoy. I set up my station, went and hung out by the water, watched people start and from the time transition closed to the time I got out there was about a half an hour. That's about normal, especially for my age group and my um, uh, the category of race that I was doing. So. There was that. Next, so I started, and what's kind of funny about this body of water that we're swimming in is it's actually quite shallow. And so you can run a lot of the way. 
into the water, especially starting off. Even when you're finished, you can stand up fairly close to the, um, to the end, which is very funny. So it's only a 400-ish meter swim, which looking at it doesn't look very far. And so I was like, oh, no problem. I haven't actually been swimming. I haven't trained for swimming, but fine, no problem. Um, and I started to feel myself get slightly winded. And part of that's because I just haven't been training properly. And this always happens. I do a race and I'm like, oh, if only I trained, I'd do so much better. Okay, so I did the swim and I noticed, remember that there's a lot of new people that do this race. And so I got to see a lot of people hanging on to the kayaks and the lifeguards. And so past all of them, the swim happened without incident. It felt really good. Probably not, you know, very fast, but whatever, you know. I'm not a fast swimmer anyway. Got out of the water, ran to my bike, and I've gotten pretty good at setting up my bike so that it's a pretty easy transition. The only problem that makes my transition look uh, really slow is the run out with the bike. You have to run to the end of the corral and then back to where you started. So it's just kind of a long run to get the bike out. So that transition looks long. I still consider it fairly quick. Anyway, so run my bike out, uh, almost fall on my face right at the start. Uh, but once I get going, you know, fairly good bike. I'm not used to hills now because we're, I've been doing a lot of trainer rides. I haven't been doing a lot of out, outdoor rides, which, you know, again, is fine. But it inspires me to go out and do a little bit more, which is also really great. The hills, just got to make sure that you're prepared for them. And I've done that course so many times at this point that I knew it was coming. So I was able to prepare for it. But I did see a couple people walking their bike up the hills. And again, it's just partly like you just have to be ready for it when you see the hills coming. So I finish and the run starts. And this I, this is the part I knew would be fairly challenging because it is so hot in Florida uh, this time of the year. And it, this was, this did not disappoint. Uh, so, you know, 5K run is uh, on an area called Waterfront Park. And it's this very pretty park right on the water, right on the uh, Lake Mineola. And there is no shade. And I'm not exaggerating. There is no shade. There's a little part of it towards the very end. Like if they let us keep running, that area is actually in trees, which is gorgeous and kind of a fun place to do long runs. But they're saying that we run right to it and then we turn around. So uh, no shade. So I, I'm, I know to plan for myself, I need to make sure I stay wet. So anytime there's a water stop, I always take water, even if I'm not quote unquote thirsty, and I'll take one and I'll drink it. I'll take the other one, I'll plop it on my head. Um, and some of the water stops, they weren't ready for me when I came. So I was like, eh. so I kind of half, half asked some of my water stops, but I got through it and I finished the end. Oh, I was just like, just keep pushing, just keep pushing. Um, I, you know, saw some of my friends as I was running. Uh, you could tell because we're all wearing fairly similar uh, race kits. And so that's kind of fun that we get to recognize each other either from our hat or our suit or whatever. So saw some of my friends. And as I finished, I 
was like, okay, I, I know I need to get some water in me. I know I got to make sure I don't overheat or pass out. So I just kind of walked around a little bit. I got my bike and I put it where my uh, triathlon team's tent was. That way I, I didn't have to like rush or feel like I had to run and get my stuff later. And then I ate a crap ton of watermelon. Oh my God. Watermelon is nectar of the gods. It is so delicious. So, um, you know, I, to be honest, I was like, eh, I did okay, I guess. So I was curious. I went to go see how I did and if I placed it all, which I was not holding my breath for. And I got first in my age group. I was like, what? How did that happen? So that, I would say, <coughs> overall, a win. Total win. Great day. Got to spend a ton of time with my friends, my triathlon team. That area, I love that area. That area makes me so happy. So I would say I, overall, really, really great. Great, great, fun, fun. After the race was over, uh, before they started giving out the medals, they were doing a pie eating contest, which they just took a pie crust and they filled it with whipped cream. Um, just in case you didn't know this about me, I'm extremely lactose intolerant, but I was like, have fun. I mean, you know, you live once, you might as well. So I played along and I joined the pie eating contest. I started by just putting my face in the pie. It just started to slurp. I did not win, but man, was it fun. I did, I did get a picture of me on the podium, which was super great. And at this moment, I'm actually driving back home. It's about a six and a, about a six hour drive from where I live to Claremont, which is where uh, I used to live. And it was so wonderful. I spent a lot of time with my friend and coach. I got to see some of the people that make up that community there that I miss so much. And looking forward to finding more races to do. I know with the current state of gas and all that stuff, it's, it makes it challenging because you know, six hour drive is quite a bit of gas, but it's just so fulfilling. I love doing triathlons, you know, talk about it a lot, but it, I just, I love who I, who I be, who I am when I do these races, because it takes something to finish. I, as I was running, I was just thinking about all of the conversations that I had with myself as I was going. And it is it is a total roller coaster of emotions. Oh my gosh, I got this. This is gonna be no problem. Oh, that's not that far. Oh my God, this is so far. Um, oh, no problem, I'm done already, great. Okay, next next part of the race. Ugh, God, I'm so hot. Oh my gosh, I'm so heavy. Oh, look how fast we're going, I suck. Oh, look at me, I'm so fast. Like the whole roller coaster of, of thoughts really comes down to, uh, by the time I was like cooked, I'm so close to the finish. I told my, myself, this isn't about your brain anymore. This is about trusting your body. Just be quiet and go. And I picked up the pace and I finished and felt like a million bucks. So 
there you go. I love doing triathlons. I love who I get to be. And I love sharing it with you. So thank you for letting me share. Now, uh, I have to address the biggest elephant in the room that I have not been posting any any of these in the last couple weeks, actually since my birthday. I, I've had a lot of future thinking thoughts, future thinking thoughts. Me and my sweetie have even talked about future thinking thoughts and what we want to create and if we want to buy a house and what does that look like and all of that. Let me make the road less noisy. There we go. Yeah, so I've been really looking at who it is I want to be, what I want to create, what does that look like, and I haven't had a ton of insight to share. It's really been a lot of inside work that I've been doing the last few weeks, especially since my birthday. I've been doing more yoga. I have not been doing it every day, and that was going to be my plan, was every day going into my my 40th birthday, I was going to do yoga. What I have been doing is meditating. I've been really owning my self-care in a weird, weird way that's hard to describe. And I've been looking at my career. My work as of late has been fairly challenging. Um, I might have some opportunities come up and I want to be ready for them. And then I think about like this part of myself where I get to share my thoughts and, you know, this kind of thing. I don't know where it all falls in. But if I weren't me and I was talking to me, what I would tell me is don't do things for the likes. Don't do things for the, the way it looks. Instead, do it because it fulfills you. My, my friend that I just was spending a lot of time with is really big into TikTok. And I know that um, she has a friend who's actually fairly uh, popular on TikTok. And she's like, I don't know how she does it. How does she do it? And I, I, I gave her some insight about like the content her friend shares and, you know, all that stuff. And what I said is, look, don't do it because you want the likes because it's, it's fleeting. It's, um, it happens in a flash and then it disappears. Instead, just do it because you like to do it. And it's such good advice that I wasn't listening, listening to for myself, but it's true. Anything that you go to do, especially if it's social media, especially if it, you know, requires an audience, it needs to happen from a place of your own enjoyment where you are never, ever going to find fulfillment. And the whole point is for you to get to share a piece of yourself with the world. Whether they respond to it the way you want them to or not, let it go. It's not your responsibility. So I just wanted to share that with you, that I've been really thinking deeply about what the other side of my life gets to look like. And I haven't really come up with with anything conclusive. Very much a person who wants to have a plan and have it fit in a box and have it be successful. And I I don't know. It's not the way my life 
is going at this moment. Where I put my energy is my, my sweetie, my job, my body. And then here, I, I just love being with you in this way. And if you find your own personal fulfillment in listening to it, that makes me so happy. And if you don't, you know, I, I hope you find something that will. So it's just a great reminder around fulfillment. We are connected to each other, but that doesn't mean it always has to look the way we think it has to look. So I just want to share that. Have a wonderful day, friends, and here's to creating our own personal fulfillment always.